Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Right, good conversation with uh, John Harris, Texan sideline reporter, footballtakeover.com. Glad to see Johnny finally generating revenue from his website. He, man, he was writing way too much stuff for free. His stuff is good. It's really good. Um, check it out, footballtakeover.com. The, um, that last part, Seth, the running back part of the conversation with Johnny, I, I think every yeah. Texan fan can agree, the running game needs to be upgraded. Whether you're blaming it on the line or the running backs or whatever, probably everybody is, is, has, a, has a role in why the running game was subpar this year for the most part. Um, so I'm a big believer they need to – they could nuke the whole room and start over with a bunch of new running backs as far as I'm concerned. If they bring guys back, great. They've just got to be better next year. As far as finding them, though, finding new guys, that was a pretty <laughs> – Johnny's Johnny laying out this running back class was um, – I don't want to say discouraging. It just tells me that these free agent running backs that are high-level free agent running backs – um, the Texans might end up might end up spending that might be where they end up spending a little more money than we think is with guys like a Josh Jacobs or a Saquon Barkley. I love your idea of Derrick Henry, obviously. Um, you know, Derrick Henry. Um, I was looking on the YouTube stream. A lot of people are skeptical of my Derrick uh, Derrick Henry love, and I think that I think there's some misconceptions about the year that Derrick Henry had. Part of that is um, part of that is my fault because I've long looked at Derrick Henry as a uh, is one of this team's biggest nemesis, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was so excited about the the Texans just flat out destroyed Derrick Henry. They shut him down. So I think that more than anything, a lot of Texans fans watched Derrick Henry. The only times they really watched him this year were when the Texans were shutting him down. He had a couple couple of the worst performances of his career. It makes it that much more impressive that he had those two bad games and still was second in the NFL in rushing this year. Yeah. Led the league in rushing attempts, and he did it behind an offensive line that. On the first four offensive line rankings that I went to, the final offensive line rankings for 2024, the first four all had the Tennessee Titans as dead last. It was just an, an abomination of an offensive line. So I think that Derrick Henry appeals to me for a couple of reasons. One, and, and I don't know why people think this is not the case, he's a very good scheme fit. A very, very good scheme fit. They, he excels at outside zone run-based stuff. He's awesome. I think people look at him and they think he must be an old-school power runner. He can do that. But they've been like, – the Arthur Smith scheme was a, is a Kubiak-Shanahan-based system in a lot of ways. 
And he was very, very good at that. He actually credited the outside zone as the thing that really ignited his career. Because remember, his first first two or three years, it really wasn't that impressive. That's right. So um, I say all that to say I think the fact that he's 30 years old is going to scare a lot of teams off, and I don't think he's going to get a marquee contract. I, I would absolutely love Derrick Henry, who amongst all these free agents has the most impressive Run after ca- like yardage after contact and everything else. Um, I, it's it's I, I would love to get Derrick Henry, but it's got to be at that that discount because he's thirty. Yeah, and Johnny, what Johnny Harris just said about this rookie class of running backs coming in yeah. makes me nervous that it's going to get pricier for guys like Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler. You know, there's yeah. a few other names out there. Devin Singletary is probably a name that other cities are bandying about that are looking to upgrade their run game this year. And I say that because we saw the reverse of that last year with the tight end position. That's how the Texans, that was a big reason the Texans were able to get Dalton Schultz so inexpensively, is there were a ton of teams going, okay, we need help at tight end. This is an amazing tight end class. You know, you saw yeah. you saw about five or six tight ends go from late first round with Dalton Kincaid to Buffalo through the second round where you saw... You saw uh, Laporta go to Detroit and Musgrave go to Green Bay. Michael Mayer from Notre Dame go to the Raiders. We saw other tight ends get picked in that day two area as well. So it can go both ways. And when Johnny, like Blake Corum looks to me like a really, really good running back out of Michigan. And then Johnny Harris says, yeah, probably late day two, maybe early day three. And he's among the best of the crop. I'm going, okay, well, there. this we know. There will be a couple running backs, rookie running backs, that show themselves to be high level running backs because there always are, and they get in the right, right. they get in the yeah. right situation, and maybe the Texans are one of those teams yeah. that finds one that gets in the right system. It's just going to be much more of a crapshoot when you're doing it on day three than on day one or two. Right. I mean, that's all. Like, yeah, there's always an Arian Foster or somebody that emerges emerges. But when we're talking about the draft, you're trying to get guys that you feel like okay, these are guys that might really have a good chance of playing and starting. In the first in the first couple days here of the draft, yeah. so that's there just don't there don't seem to be a bunch of those guys, and it gets a, to be more of a crapshoot the further you go down in the draft to depend upon them. Yeah. So you go into the season with, you know, I don't I don't think you really I don't think you can trust Damian Pierce at this point in this system. It's just so clear how much better Devin Singletary was at uh, at, at adapting to and thriving in this. Or I shouldn't say thriving. Um, he just thrived a lot more than Damian Pierce did. So. I, it's a huge bonus if Damian if it does click for Damian, but you gotta you gotta address it somehow. Free agency or the draft. I um, if you had to ask me to make a prediction, like is Damian Pierce on the team in training camp or is he somewhere else? I I think Damian Pierce is a prime candidate to get traded for like a day three pick, like one of those picks that Nick likes to use to do the slight maneuvering in the second and third and fourth round, like they don't have a ton of those types of picks. The Texans right now they've got three seventh round picks. I don't know that they have a fifth or a sixth right now. I know they've got they've got a they've got the number of picks they have is the full complement. They've got seven or eight picks, but they're they're a little janky in terms of where they are in each round because of all these trades they've made and stuff. And I think they're missing some day three picks that Nick would normally use to maneuver to move up ten spots in the second round to go get John Mechie or whatever. You know, like I, and so I think Damian Pierce is a candidate to get moved for maybe you know a day three pick or two. So now Nick has his pocket change he can use to go get yeah. guys and target guys that he wants. Right now they've got a first, a second, a third, two fourths, and a seventh. So yeah. the fifth and the sixth okay. round are the ones that are missing. Okay, that's what, I knew they were missing a fifth and a sixth. I didn't know. Where, I knew they had multiple picks on one of the day three rounds. So it's the fourth right. round. They've got a couple fourths. Yeah, I, 
I always feel like he'd, he'd like to find some way to take some of the chum at the bottom of the roster and turn that into six and seven round picks. Because here's the thing with Pierce, Seth. I think Pierce can play. Like, yeah. Damian Pierce can obviously play. He ran for almost 1,000 yards as a rookie. There's a place in the league for Damian Pierce. I just don't know that it's running in this offense if this is what Bobby Slowick wants to do. Right, yeah, and if they don't, you know, it's it's kind of a big flyer to to go on for an entire offseason on into next season to figure out whether – whether it worked or not, and and you know Damian Pierce himself, this is all coming from Damian Pierce, right? As far as him not a, him not figuring this scheme out and him needing, he told Sean, "This isn't something I can fix this season. It's going to be something we have to do in the off season." Yeah. So, by the way, speaking of how like how active Nick had been with all of that, if it, if you uh, take just the Texans draft picks that are their own original draft picks for 2024, they have a second, a fourth, and a seventh. That wow! Be yeah, like the only remaining one. And I bet got you the first from Cleveland, the fourth from yeah. Cleveland, and then a third rounder from Philadelphia. They're from Philly. They traded that fourth yeah. round pick last year for that third from Philly. And I guarantee you, at least two of those three picks you just said, they will right. not pick in those spots. You know, yeah. they'll maneuver yeah. out of those too. So, I guess the last thing on Pierce before we hit the break, it'd be different too. Like he can play in the league. Obviously, he has, and it's you know, like it wasn't an issue of conditioning or anything with him this year. Came in in great shape. Um. The problem for me is it's not as though he was getting it at the end of the year and he put together a couple good games at the end of the year. We're like, okay, he's starting to get it. He had no offensive snaps in the playoffs. You know, like yeah. he was he wasn't he was not playing running back for the team. He was a second string kick returner by the time the season. I think he had one, didn't he have one snap in the first game? Maybe it was maybe, really, yeah. or maybe that, I might be thinking of the, the the final indie game. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, but he was he was he was attached to the bench at the end of the year. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. It's a football Friday. We're off to Vegas on Sunday. We can't wait. Yingling flight, low T center. Thanks for just thanks for sending us there. We appreciate you guys sending us there. Um, and uh, there'll be plenty of plenty of Yingling flight, I would imagine, on that trip as well. Uh, as we head into the nine o'clock hour, teams copying the Texans. Is this team? Is this NFL team Texans East after yesterday? That is next. Okay, picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 